All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? All right, I know it's been a minute, y'all. Uh, bear with us. A lot's been going on, um, on and off the court. Uh, with you know, Our production team has failed us uh, miserably uh, with the podcast, production team being us. And, uh, you know, the league itself, you know, we had a lot of things uh, happen. Uh, but, you know, we're back. Everything is uh, set to be a go. And, you know, we should be finishing up the season uh, the first week of uh, 2023. Now, uh, let's recap week five. Uh, squad one was able to take down the Bullets 87 to 85. Another crazy game for the Bullets. Uh, to no surprise to no one, shouldn't be. Um, squad one was able to get the win very, very narrowly. A lot of things, uh, I don't know what it is about this matchup in particular, but, uh, it's always, it always has to be something that happens, some kind of moment in the game where you're just like, wow. Uh, and it's always caught on film, ironically. But, um, in, in this case, um, squad one was able to take a lead, had a really bad turnover on the inbounds pass, uh, Shane got a steal. Who knows what was going to happen after that steal? Uh, heck, they had a chance to win the game. But uh, he got a steal. Uh, contact was made, and, you know, he got knocked over. No call was made. And uh, squad one ended up with the ball, and the game ended just like that. And, uh, you know, of course, the Bullets were pissed. They were mad at, uh, they were mad at Ray. They were mad at the whole situation. And uh, it's... You know, same situation where the Bullets are looking like, why us? Uh, but, I like, you know, we talked about this not too long ago, talking about a team being snake-bitten. I don't think there's ever been a, a franchise that's been more snake-bitten than the Bullets. And uh, this was just the latest episode. You know, I will give them some credit. They're snake-bitten, but they snake, they're snake-bitten and they, and they win consistently. They just can't win big games uh, all the time. And that's Considering that they've been to the finals uh, a time or two, that's kind of crazy to say. But yeah, they can't get over the hump. They're like the uh, the Buffalo Bills of the Ultimate Hoops League. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they have a lot of success in the regular season. Uh, can get there to the big game, but for whatever reason, cannot close the door, can't close the show. But in this particular case, you know, they don't like to call it a rivalry between them, uh, the Bullets, and uh, Squad 1. I'm going to call that rivalry just on some fact that the two teams can't play have a bad game. I think they play each other like six times, maybe seven. Maybe. They play each other six or seven times, and the Bullets only have one win. So I can understand why, you know, Squad 1 make, uh, will make the comment that, oh, it's not really a rivalry. But every game has been like this. It's come down to the last play of the game. Has the has the has the margin of victory even passed ten yet? Probably not, because every game's been a one and two point game. <sighs> it, it, it's crazy that these two teams bring the best out of each other like this. Yeah. Especially consider how uh, dominant squad one is at times. Yeah. That you you could get a game that's bullets always ends in very emphatic fashion, whether it be a controversial call or a controversial blown play, uh, a controversial wide open miss, controversial turnover, bad inbound play. It all, it, whatever way you can 
in the game, these guys find ways to win. Like, think about it. They've had multiple buzzer beaters. Johnny hit one. Well, it wasn't a buzzer beater, but it was a go-ahead shot with only seconds left. And then uh, Marcus Hall hit one in the playoffs. Yep. Go-ahead shot. Like, two teams don't even go through that usually. But something like, you know, you played each other enough times. It's pretty much the same cast of characters, and both teams are just finding ways to always kind of bring the best out of each other. And, I mean, I think it was another amazing game. I had a, I had a big smile on my face. And, again, we caught it on film. <laughs> I think, you know, and this is from high school, always the NBA. Referees swallowed the whistle towards the end, and they let the players decide the game. Um, and I think there was nothing wrong with that uh, in this particular situation. Now, on the Bullets, this is a problematic for the Bullets as well, too. You can get overly emotional down the stretch. Yep. Because, like you said, the uh, quote-unquote possible foul on Shane right there, Yeah. the ball's rolling on the ground, and the Bullets stopped playing. Right. They, everybody screamed, oh, my God, oh, my God, about the referee. But the ball, it was a loose ball on the ground. They could have just picked the ball up and got possession right there and went and tried to score. Yeah, and squad you know? one, squad one was looking crazy too. They didn't even, they didn't even go after the ball. Right. And so I'm just saying in that moment, like you can't uh, overly react to whatever's going on. Like I said, referees do swallow the whistle sometimes late in game. So, so unless it's just an obvious foul, like, a lot of times, they won't call it. You know what I'm saying? If it's just both players going for the ball and there's contact, you know, that won't get called a lot of times. So, again, I think they kind of overreacted when, again, they could have got the ball. I'm sitting there looking at them like, no, get the ball, what are you doing? And they, like, stopped playing while the ball was rolling on the ground. Uh, so, uh, again, another lesson learned. Uh, Is it? You know, we <laughs> I hope so, man. You you can't keep losing like this and not learn from it. Uh, and sometimes it is. Maybe it's just your personality. Maybe it's just your 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 mental makeup as a team. Yeah. Y'all all find ways to lose these type of games against those type of opponents. But I like things better than that. I think they're going to learn from it and be better going forward. Hopefully. Okay. All right. Uh, the eight o'clock game. Yeah, boot game versus uh, team chosen. Uh, Boot Gang was able to get the win, 91-77. Team Chosen has had kind of a rocky season, uh, kind of up and down. Uh, but Boot Gang, as long as uh, Rashad is there, they're 3-1 uh, with him on the court. Um, he had another 50-point uh, game, 52-12. and 12. Um, Another efficient game, 19-30. Uh, of 30. Um, And the way he took over... The fourth quarter was just simply brilliant. I think that because the game was pretty nip and tuck uh, until Rashawn kind of willed the team uh, to victory. Now, do you think, um, you know, with them being three and two, you know, Boot Gang, I don't think they've ever gotten past a five and three as a record. Do you think this is his MVP to lose? Because I know squad one is still, you know, they're five and oh, they're looking good. But do you think that's his MVP to lose right now? I mean, he's going to have the numbers that nobody's going to surpass. Uh, I think it really come down to them just uh, success and them being able to win games. Um, I think if they could get to 6-2, and two, I think, yeah, I think it'll be his MVP to lose. They finished 4-4 four and four 
You know what I'm saying? And he misses a game, then it may not be his uh, MVP. So I think, you know, it really just come down to uh, how many games he plays and if they can. I think it's a lock if, he goes, if they go 6-2. and two. Yeah. Um, he's playing a lot of basketball. He's he's not just playing in our league. He's playing basketball in a lot of different places. He's playing in uh, – I see him – no, I follow him on social media. He's playing uh, Pick Up USA. He's playing that weekly. Uh, you know, he's, he's hooping at his home court in Greenway. He's hooping in our league. He hoops in other leagues. Uh, dude, it's just uh, – it's hard for him to get away from the game. Kind of reminds me of Marcus Hall, like the way they play so much basketball. Uh, but I think, you know, his availability as of late, like the last couple of seasons that he's played, I think it's all predicated on uh, how much basketball he's playing. I think he needs to dial it down a bit uh, if he wants to win MVP and win, uh, you know, a championship. But, you know, that's totally up to him. Yeah, like I said, a lot of this stuff is retention uh, with him. Like, you know, he <clears> – <throat> I think he has a – you know, I, I don't see how. I and mean, granted, you know, I, I haven't been a regular hooper in over ten years, so right. this is this has a lot to do with me saying this. But I don't see how their bodies are recovering so well, considering how much ball they play and with their age. Right. Uh, so I, I, it's a certain thing about retention that I just the body doesn't refuel itself as well. Uh, the older you get, a lot of times you know what to do. So I, yeah, those guys play way too much basketball, I think. But mm-hmm. you know, those guys also have never stopped. So I guess their their body can handle it a little bit better than like say maybe mine could or, or or would you know so I mean you know but I mean at the end of the day the guy's really good uh, right so, yeah he has uh, that's his second fifty point game yep uh, and, and not to talk you know usually Team Chosen has a a, a game plan for you know for guys like him uh, we saw what they did to Marcus Hall in one playoff run. Uh, we saw how they was able to slow him down. They may have slowed some other top guys down in this league. So for him to go out there and put 50 on them, it's very impressive. Uh, right. I, I, I think, you know, they, they usually match up well for uh, big-time scores. And for him, like I said, he put 50 on them. And a game that was close. And then I walk out the gym, I come back in there, and they're up over 10, I think it was up over 15 points. Yep. And I asked y'all what happened, and basically it was like, Rashawn. <laughs> <laughs> Rashawn happened. Say less. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, Bouquet's going to be dangerous because, you know, they, if he's playing like that and DeVere's starting to round himself into shape uh, as well, they're going to be a problem going forward. I agree. All right, and the final game of the night, uh, it was free versus a brand new, another wipeout. Uh, 127 to 85. Uh, not a very interesting contest. It was basically your typical stat game. Uh, a lot of guys got off. Uh, if you look at it, one, two, three, four guys scored over 20 points. You had uh, McKissick, uh, the newcomer, uh, Michael Tate, Drew, and Say all uh, contributed well. And then uh, even, even Brian, I'm sorry, not Brian, uh, Brandon McGusty. Uh, finished with a double-double, damn near a triple-double. Uh, it's just a dominating game for them, and it just it just really goes to show uh, how they're starting to uh, figure it out. But when I talked to Eddie after the game, he mentioned that uh, the problem with free is they normally don't respond well to blowout wins. If you look back, uh, when they blew out boot game, their next game, they didn't play well. 
Uh, this game, same thing. They right. blew out us. So that's going to be something that we need to keep an eye out for. Uh, how are they going to respond after another uh, 40 perp massacre? Right. Well, uh, they needed to, though. Cause I think they only had one win before this game, if I'm not mistaken. So they, they badly needed this game just for uh, confidence purposes. Um, I think they're second guessing themselves. Not sure. Not sure if you know they were insane free. Uh, and this game was huge for them. Just on the simple fact of they needed a win badly, uh, and they needed a win. It didn't matter who was against it, whether it be y'all or be squad one. They needed to beat somebody uh, and get on that winner's side uh, of the column because they have one. You know how that is, and psychologically. That messes with you. Like, when you know how good you are. You know what you can do, but I ain't win. And I've been on both sides as a player and as a coach where uh, I could be doing so well and playing so well and do everything right, but the game not over yet. And so I start to tighten up a little bit because yeah. I need that win bad. If I've been on, like, a losing streak or something like that. Yeah. And so luckily for them, you know, they was up so many points that they never got to a point where they ever got tight, you know. And so, like I said, I think now they got that win under their belt, they could kind of loosen up again and start playing, no pun intended, free again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, hopefully this uh, the start of something very good. And like I said, they'll be dangerous going down the stretch, I believe. All right. Um, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our player of the week uh, for week five. And it goes to none other than Rashawn Thompson. No surprise there. Uh, after another impressive performance, a 50-point double-double, efficient game. Uh, voting really wasn't that close. Uh, he dominated uh, the, the polls. And uh, I don't think anyone should be uh, surprised. Again, he's on the MVP uh, plight right now. So him winning these awards uh, should come with greater regularity as long as uh, – as long as he's efficient, I think he should be just fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not really much else to say, right, that we already didn't already say in the first uh, seven. I mean, he's flat out dominant. He was shooting logo threes, splashing them. Uh, just definitely single-handedly put the game away. Uh, against a, a usually a, a good defensive team, uh, usually. Uh, against some good individual defenders and, and Teddy and uh, Jalen. Uh, some athletic defenders, Cam, you know, those guys. And he just put on the show. Um, he's unstoppable. He's amazing. And he's been like that pretty much all season. Uh, I think he only had one game. He was semi-off offensively, but even in that game, you know, he was still pretty good. So yeah, um, he's just continuing to just do what he does. Uh, again, another 50-point game. Has anybody ever scored 50 and not one player of the week? So uh, <laughs> I think so. Well, I know what's the name didn't even get nominated. Who didn't? Prince. Oh well, yeah, I mean that, that don't count. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was different. He didn't even get nominated. Like, I'm like, yeah, he come on. He took a, a a heck of a ton of shots to get that fifty. I I, I didn't like how he scored his fifty. You know, you didn't like. I'm not it. saying that he should have been player of the week, but yeah, you was out there with him. Yeah. But uh, but but anyway, so now uh, shout out to Rashad. Hell of a week, and I mean, I don't see why we'll, we'll stop him now. We'll see 
he's been um been a fun player to watch this season. Um, so we'll see if he continues that this week. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. Now, I know it's been a while, you guys, and uh, you probably already looked over it. Well, we're just going to give you a you know a brief reminder. Uh, at number six, I have my squad, brand new. At number five, I have Team Chosen. Um, again, you know, Team Chosen, you can make the argument that they could be number four, considering that they already beat free. Um, but, again, this is a week-to-week uh, power ranking, and they didn't necessarily look good, and uh, Free did, so that's why I have that. Um, that's the way I have it. Uh, I got Free at four. I got Bullets at number three. Uh, even though the Bullets lost lost a tough game, um, I don't think there's anybody below them. Uh, you know that should be number three. Uh, I got Boot Gang at number two, and then I I have Squad One uh, at number one. Uh, shouldn't be any any retort there. But uh, that's what I got. Um, I don't know if there's going to be much difference between mine and yours. There might be. Uh, but what you got, Sean? Yeah, it's not a lot of difference. Uh, definitely six is definitely going to, uh, you know, I, I don't even want to speak on you guys. I, <laughs> I just think that you guys are being six. <laughs> uh, for five, uh, this is where it gets a little tricky for me. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, keep um, free, free at five. You guys will be at five. Then they'll be at five. Um, they got to show you more. I could give them the benefit of the doubt of their past. I'm just go by this season. Uh, it was a nice win, but it was a nice win against a not so good team. So uh, give you guys five. I mean, give free five. Four. We'll go to team chosen. Uh, even though they didn't look very good against Boot Game, they lost to the second best team. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, I would still go with them four. Definitely the Bullets at three. Um, could easily be, be two, uh, considering that it was such a close game. Um, they went all the way down to the last possession. But I'm, uh, I'm going to give the slight edge to Boot Game. Has Boot Game been this high in the rankings? Uh, this late in the season before not this late Probably. yeah no, not 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 as late uh but yeah definitely going boot gang it too um like i said it'd be the very good team who's known to be very good defensively and they kind of kicked their butt and they didn't have an answer for rashawn mm-hmm. so and it's just been all rashawn i think everybody's played played their part um yeah he's doing the scoring but every day's pet guys really play a part and squad one with another nail biter to the uh to the bullets no reason to take them off their high horse right now. Uh, now they have a game against Free uh, on Wednesday. That'll be good. It will be a, a good test for them. It'll be a good test for them and Free, actually, uh, going forward to see kind of where both teams stand. Uh, I do see Free going up right now. You know, I said I'm in that fifth spot, but let's see where they're rising to. That win against y'all was big for them. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, squad one at, at number one. Okay, so we're in agreement there. Um, <clears throat> now let's look at the predictions. Now these we're probably going to have um, some different takes here, I'm sure. Uh, 
December 21st, uh, squad one versus free, the seven o'clock game. Uh, I'm gonna set that, I'm gonna set that line, uh, well, not the line, I'm gonna set the spread at about uh, three and a half for squad one. Over under is probably gonna be somewhere around, mm, I'd say probably like 180. And I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick squad one to win a close game. Let's say they win 95-92. Uh, I think I'm going to be in agreement here with you. Um, free won't be picking up the third win of the season. Uh, but I do think they're, I still think they're uh, ascending though. Uh, so... I, I expect it to be close. I actually have it 93-90 in uh, another close win for squad one. And they actually played a nail by the first time they played, right? Yeah. They played each other week one. I think that game came down to the wire as well. It ended up being a – well, Ryan missed the uh, – well, he didn't get a shot off for the game winner. Yeah, it was eight. Game, I think Free led a good portion of the game. Yeah, it was 80-78. to 78. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it would be a little bit more – a few more scores now. I'm going to go, uh, actually, I'm going to go 90 to 88 instead of 92. 90 to 88. Okay. Uh, team Chosen versus the Bullets. I think this one is also going to be a very, very inter interesting one. Um, have they played yet? No. They haven't, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. This is going to be an interesting matchup. Um, I think they're going to need a big game from Sweat. Uh, if not, it's going to be a long day. Uh, but I have, uh, <laughs> I got I got team chosen winning this game, unfortunately for the Bullets. Uh, I'm gonna go ninety one to eighty eight. Team yeah. chosen. Uh, and like I say, I think the when the, after a game, you know, the Bullets usually start off like you know like they're they're occasional four and three and zero, and this is the part of the season where they used to kind of start to come back down to earth. So I, I just because of what I've seen from them over the years. And plus, I think uh, Team Chose is uh, chomping at the bit, too. I think they really want to get back out there after a very disappointing game last week, uh, well, a couple weeks ago. So uh, I definitely go on Bullets, I mean, uh, Team Chosen, 85-80. Uh, mm. All right, the final game of the night, uh, Boot Gang versus uh, Brand New. The last time these teams matched up, Boot Gang won by 50. I think Rashad had 55, something like that. Uh, I think there's it's gonna be a similar out output as far as like his scoring, but I don't think uh, I don't think they blow out uh, brand new like that. I'm gonna say uh, uh, Gang gets the win. Uh, 101 to 87. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I actually think it's gonna be cool. I think I actually match up well against Bugang. Um, How? I mean, especially considering the side <laughs> y'all have on the inside. Uh, y'all actually got, you know, I'm not going to say that you're going to be chasing around Rashad, but you got a couple guys to throw at him at least to kind of stay in front of him. Y'all have some size. I actually think y'all match up pretty well against Blue Gang. Y'all can actually take advantage of their weaknesses. Oh, you're talking uh, about our, so, our, our best roster? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I'll go with... Um, 
I'm still I'm not gonna be brave enough to pick y'all over Boot Gang, but I definitely think it's gonna be a a, a lot closer game. I'm gonna go. Uh, Eighty-four seventy-eight. Eighty-four seventy-eight. Okay. All right. It's not a insurmountable uh, yeah. victory. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move on to our final topic of the night. All right. Time for our favorite segment in the news. Now we got three. Uh, Give us tonight. I'm going to start with sports. On a more serious note, I know a lot of times, uh, you know, when we talk about sports, music, and uh, movies, this is more the comic relief and more like, you know, our opinions on stuff. But uh, we're going to talk about some kind of a serious topic this time uh, today. Now, the topic, I had a, we had a long time since we did the last uh, podcast. I honestly don't remember the last time we did uh episode what was it 178 i don't remember what it was but i just know there was a lot of things that we could have talked about as the weeks went on and i figured that we can just talk about all of them at once uh lots been going on in the media you you know we talk about Brittany griner coming home uh kyrie irving um just the, the the backlash that he's received and you know the comparisons to him and other situations that's going on uh, Dion uh, deciding to leave Jackson State and Jackson State lost uh, yesterday to North Central right. uh, University. I think that's the I think that's the name of the team. Yeah, yeah, they uh, lost to them uh, by one touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So that's tough. Uh, I think the team really hadn't recovered since you know the news uh, finding out that he was going to be ultimately leaving. And then, uh, the, you know, Kanye West, uh, I know that's not necessarily sports, but he does kind of fall in that realm where a lot of uh, sports figures, um, you know, had, I would say, had at this point respect for him. But uh, Kanye said a lot of wild stuff lately. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have uh, left him. But I just want to talk about our community in general. Uh, just talking about those four things. From the the feedback that I have gotten, because I've sat back and watched, I didn't, I haven't said much. Uh, what's been going on? It's I've I've heard a lot of negativity. I've heard a lot of negativity mm-hmm. with uh with Kanye, deservedly so. So I'm not I'm not okay. I mean I'm okay with the negativity towards him because he's just out. He's out his damn mind. Uh, Kyrie, I've heard a lot of negativity with him. Um, you know, there's a lot of mixed emotions. Uh, dealing with that subject. I felt like there was a lot of people that turned their back on him prematurely, not knowing, you know, the entire situation. And now everyone's trying to dial it back a little bit and have a, you know, a change of tune with him. Uh, Brittany Griner, uh, the stuff that I've heard has just been crazy, just look, and and seen and and, and seen written on social media. I've I've saw some really really cruel things, uh, saying, uh, you know, talking about her. And her return home and, uh, you know, people have their opinions on that. And that's fine. You you know, you're welcome to have your opinion on that. Uh, and then Dion, uh, you know, I would say Brittany Griner's more most recently. But Dion, uh, before that, uh, a lot of people have been bashing him, saying that, you know, he led or misled, rather, uh, Jackson State 
to believe that, you know, he was going to be there for longer than the time that he was there. And, uh, you know, him going to Colorado is, you know, the issue that most people are having, him going to a predominantly white institution. A lot of people had an issue with that, um, you know, but he didn't. I don't, I don't know how many offers he got. I think he had like three offers, and he took that one. Um, I think his recruiting class is going to speak for itself because one thing about Dion, you can say what you want about his decision, but the man can flat-out coach. But I just noticed that it's just been a lot of negativity. And he can recruit. Yeah, he can recruit his ass off. Uh, it's just been a lot of negativity just surrounding uh, the black community in general uh, with our our people. I feel like there's a lot of negativity just in general. Like people can't have uh, a regular regular dialogue without it being over emotional, disrespectful. You know all those things. Like I feel like we're the only community. This is and this is just my opinion. I feel like we're the only community that does that to each other, where we're constantly. Uh, beating each other down, uh, you know what I'm saying? But uh, other communities have shown to come together in those situations. But that's just my opinion. Well, you know, well, I, I don't want to get extremely deep uh, with it because you know, I have my own thoughts about why, you know what I'm saying, uh, we as a culture react the way we do to a lot of different things. Uh, but I will say this, when I go on extremely deep, I have another podcast for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I would say that um, these have been controversial figures uh, over the last, not even just now, over the last few years. Yeah. So there's always kind of going to be that divide with a lot of decisions they make and things they say or do. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I should be able to have an opinion. You should be able to have an opinion. And we should be able to, as adults, cordially, uh, cordially be able to agree to disagree. Right, and it doesn't have to be uh, so hateful or this thing they call hate speech or yeah. anything like that. Um, yes, these are uh, very influential people, and so the things they do do affect us differently than me or you saying it a lot of times, or me and you doing something. Um, but at the end of the day, they are who they are, and I just believe in these cases. Uh, I'm happy that. This is how I feel about it mainly. I'm happy that Brittany Grant is home. Yeah. Now, how she got home, uh, you know, that's up for discussion with whoever. How right. do you feel about her getting home over the next person getting home? Uh, how uh, politics in Russia and what Russia was going to allow and not allow, all this stuff is, you know, is what it is. Um, and like I say, those can be discussed, and we can have a different different uh, opinions on that stuff. But then they, I am happy she's home, uh, and hopefully anybody else who's stuck over there and are unjustly uh, stuck over there, you know, hopefully we can find a way to get them home too. Uh, but at the same time, though, let's also learn from these situations. Let's also know that when we're in other countries, uh, we're not in America when we're in other countries. And being an American in another country doesn't mean as much right. <laughs> as it does here. So let's just try to do our best to abide by their laws and hell, know their laws. Right, move um, move a little different. Right, just move a little bit different. Even when I was in Mexico, um, what was that? That was the spring season. 
for the Florida season. Whatever that was, uh, I took a trip to Mexico, and that was one of my things. I was like, man, I just need to make sure I get back home. Right. So I just made sure my last few days, I just didn't do anything to steal the virus and get stuck over there. Um, so between that, uh, you know, the Kyrie Irving situation, uh, again, a very divisive subject. Uh, I'm not going to go into whether he was right or wrong. Uh, if I say, if I had anything to say about Kyrie Irving, I would just say, even though he may not feel like he owes people uh, explanation uh, for, for what he's, the things he say or the things he does, um, if he doesn't owe people explanation, I would appreciate it if if he's being attacked, make sure that he does a, a better job of explaining his point of view about things. Because I think even in his situation, I don't think he was trying to be offensive. Yeah. Uh, but that could have been completely, that probably could have been fixed by saying, coming out saying, these are things that I was trying to express uh, by telling people to go watch this documentary. Now, the other stuff that's on there, I don't agree with that. Right. Or if he did agree with the other stuff that was on there, just say that. Yeah. Uh, but I think the issue was came when he kind of was like, man, I ain't got to tell you nothing. Right, it was no transparency at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, so, but I mean, if he feel like he don't owe people explanations, then, I mean, cool, but yeah, it's gonna be backlash usually with that. Uh, and, and, and like, in, in with Dion's situation, again, people are entitled to their opinion. And think about it, I actually understand both sides of it. Me too. I, I understand the, <laughs> the side of, uh, I think, you know, people who are black, or hurt by him building a situation, uh, creating this this unbelievable buy-in from the community, uh, and how a lot of people feel using the community to help uh, build himself so yeah. he can move forward. Yeah. Um, and when I say he, even if all that is the case, he still gave a lot to the university. He still gave a lot to the uh, historically black college experience. Uh, people haven't been talked about. I heard this much talk about HBCU since Eddie Robson was ready to retire. You know, mm-hmm. that's the last time that was over 25, 30 years ago. Uh, when he retired from Grambling and won, what he was, what he won, like 500 games, something like that. Some, some insane amount of number of games that'll never be broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, considering that, he gave you this foundational piece. So that all that means is yes, the next guy that's gonna come in is not Deion Sanders, but he did give you a foundation to just build on from here. Instead of tearing the man down, you know, uh, let's try to help build him up in the midst of building up what he what he already kind of started at Jackson State. Um, so you know, I think that could have went both ways. But I do understand, you know, a lot of people feeling betrayed by Deion Sanders. But at the end of the day. The, the Jim Sanders is not the Messiah. He's not Jesus Christ. Right. Like, <laughs> you know. So, I just look. We all just need to love each other. We all need to continue to build each other. Um, and like I said, like I heard Dr. Omar go in on it. She gave him like a thousand lashes or something like that. Yeah, like, like. I was saying, you can't, you, you can't be pro black, but then be like, yeah, I'm gonna go and give him a thousand lashes <laughs> 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 to another black man. Like right after that. You know, so like you know, it's just uh, some of them lashes was warranted though, like Stephen A. Like Stephen A. Man, yeah. he 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 does that to himself. <laughs> he does that to himself. 
that's another topic for himself. Yeah, that's another topic for himself. I agree. I like Dr. Umar's point on that. I agree one thousand percent. One thousand percent. Like you don't need to be defending another grown man. Like he can he can defend himself. Right, and that's very true. And and, and so this is like you know, and, and I will say this through throughout history, uh, for whatever reason, black black people and black men have been very forgiving. Yeah. Uh, to our culture and other cultures. So at the end of the day, as, as mad as we were about the Jerry Jones situation, black people were going to forgive him. Just like as crazy as Kanye West has been out of his mind lately, uh, time will pass and we'll forgive him. Black people have done that for whatever reason in this country, in particular, have done that throughout history. We've always tend to kind of forgive people. He gonna get he gonna get his money back though. So (laughs) that money gone, he gonna get that back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, God dang, Kanye, fumble the bag. Yeah, he ain't just about fumbling the bag. I think the man. Media, media is wrong in the sense of you know Kanye saying stuff like they need to stop putting a mic in in his face because he obviously isn't well. And I think we need to start looking at him like he's not well and stop putting him in a position to kind of do and say the things that he does. But you know, uh, like you go on these shows, you don't do this to other people that are not well. You go on these shows like Drink Champs. I mean, they don't let you speak freely. That was more on yeah. him. And you're, no, I'm, I'm not saying Kanye's a grown man, uh, yeah. and who needs to be held accountable as, as a grown man. I'm saying that is like we have our podcast right now, right? Yeah. And I, I'm not going to say I sound to be like if Kanye was asked to come on our podcast, I'm gonna be like, nah, man, you've been tripping. Right? <laughs> 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 no, Kanye's vocal for sure. <laughs> right, but if again, if I, if I had a market where I have millions of listeners, uh, I make X amount of money. At some point, it does become bigger than the money. Yeah. If I know this guy isn't well, I'm not going to put him in a position to hurt himself or hurt other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that would be kind of my thing with him. Whereas I think they people know they're going to get views, and those views are going to lead to a lot of money when by him being on there, because people know he's going to say something crazy or insane. Mm-hmm. So I think people are basically just uh, capitalizing off of it, whether they believe it or not. Uh, no, unfortunate thing about it, the people when he's on these shows, I don't think that when he's sitting there talking to these people, I don't think any of them actually believe anything they say. I don't think he's making any of these people believers. But he's a very divisive person because if you go listen, look at the comments and this stuff, it'd be a lot of people on there talking about, oh yeah, he right. <laughs> so yeah, this is all part of his grand plan. Okay, his grand plan is move. Two billion dollars. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes okay. sense. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, he just really wanted to start his own uh, shoe company. You yeah, uh, lose all his money in the process? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. Only time will tell. But I don't think this was his plan by any means. No. Okay. Um, just real quick, uh, shout out to uh, Lionel Messi uh, for winning the World Cup. Yes. Um, yes. What a game. What a game. Probably the best World Cup that I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. Mompe almost single-handedly won it himself. Uh, young young lad, uh, he, he has a lot of soccer left. So uh, he's already won yeah. one at 19. So I could see him uh, possibly getting another one or two uh, before it's all said and done. But uh, the field is getting better. But uh, this was all about 
uh, Messi uh, today, uh, him submitting his legacy. Um, he didn't. He came short of the golden boot only because Mape was just out of his mind. Uh, he probably would have yeah. won it uh, had Mape not went off and got those three. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I think he'll take the World Cup over the golden boot any day. Uh, so shout out to Messi uh, for finally getting that World Cup and put, putting him, cementing him in GOAT status. Yeah, um, he's out there with all the other all-time greats. Uh, Dio Maradona has always been known as the greatest Argentinian uh, footballer, yep. Yep. last soccer player ever, and this might have cemented him uh, ahead of him, uh, which is you know crazy because like in Argentina, there just could never be anybody greater than him. Uh, no, and, like now you know that was a uh, he's like Michael Jordan here, or yeah. Tiger Woods here, or. Whoever else, uh, Tom Brady, whoever else, Jim Brown, whatever. He's, that's who people, how people look at him. Speaking of uh, Tom Brady, Tim Bay just lost another game today. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so just kind of putting him at that stat of now he's probably the greatest Argentinian player ever. And, you know, you got to put him out there with, with Pele and all the other all-time greats when it comes to uh, soccer. Uh, and think about it, he has a, he has a couple years left in him. You know, he's not done. Yeah. Uh, so, considering that, who knows uh, how much more he could submit his legacy long term uh, and how people will feel about him. But uh, it was just an amazing game. I, I was just, uh, and this is kind of my, my MO. Uh, I was watching the beginning, and they jumped on him 2 0, and I was just like, okay, I stopped watching. Yeah. And then I just happened to pull up the ESPN app and saw the scores two to one. I was like, oh, okay. And it was like in the the eightieth something minutes. So I was like, oh, the game's almost over. It's two to one. Let's see if uh, you know, they'll hold them off. I didn't realize it was as dramatic. Yeah. Uh, as it was. So when I turned on, like turned the game on, back on, I didn't realize it was on, like on, on ten already. Yeah. You know, in uh, you know, they get that second goal. Uh, Mate ends up scoring that second goal. Uh. And I'm just like, wow, our team is about to blow it. It's going to be... Because, you know, they could win two ways. As great as Messi is, if they had blown that game, people would call him a choke artist. Yeah, for real. They really would have. You know? Uh, so, he goes, then Messi comes back and scores and puts him up 3-2. Then Mape again scores, <laughs> like, two minutes later. Uh, scores 3-3 three, three, and then sends it to extra time. And then, uh, you know, they had to shoot out and... Uh, extra time or whatever. I mean, that should I have to extra time. So it was an amazing game. Like I said, probably the greatest World Cup final I've ever seen. Yeah, um, easily. It's not going to be too many games. It's going to be much better than that. So uh, just a great game. And shout out to, like I said, Messi for it. Yeah, I think this probably propels him ahead of Ronaldo now. Oh, yeah, because Ronaldo got benched. Ronaldo, but it definitely propels him ahead of him now. Ronaldo got benched, but, but you know what? No fault to him because <laughs> his coach is an idiot and his coach – Deservedly so, got fired soon after. Because I'm like, you, you can't justify bitching a guy like that. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I mean. Uh, they try to put him in to try to save the day. No, 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 it's too late. No, sorry, you already lost your job. Yeah, it's over. It's done. <laughs> it's done. As soon as you bitched him. I mean, it almost looked like it was going to work because the guy he put in scored five goals. Yeah, <laughs> right. So it was almost like, see? Well, I was like, okay. You know it's still the early stages, right? It's, it's not. This ain't. Y'all not deep enough for y'all to be. You be sticking your chest out like that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on to music. Uh, Metro Boomin uh, had an album that came out. Um, uh, I was 
thoroughly impressed. It sounded like a Metro Boomin album. Uh, you still have uh, uh, what's your guy's name? Uh, what's the cat name from uh, from Lean on Me? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman still doing uh, the uh, the interludes and the, the the narration. He's still on there doing his thing. Um, you know, Twenty One Savage when he came in, the songs he came in on was was classic. Twenty One Savage, uh, just a great great album overall. There's about ten, I would say ten songs uh, that I really really liked, uh, and I listened to it when I was running, so uh, I was impressed. Um, I'm trying to think, hold on, oh, I don't even have it on here. I guess I just found it and listened to it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I got it up here. There it is. Yeah, Heroes and Villains. Heroes and Villains. Uh, trying to think, what was my favorite track on there? I would probably say I did like Creeper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. It was a two-part album. Uh... Oh no no that's the instrumental, that part's the instrumental. I did like uh, Niagara Falls. I knew that was Trav, uh, Travis Scott on that one, and uh, and Trance. Both of those were uh, really good ones. All the all the songs that Travis Scott was on was good. I thought he his melodies uh, like really set the tone. But again, everything that that uh, Future was on uh, and Twenty One Savage, I just I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, let me see. So when you told me that, uh, that you were checking out this album, I went ahead and tried to listen to the first song, and I actually enjoyed song number one. So yeah, with John Lennon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give Kev the good old try. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not always a believer in your selections, but uh, <laughs> but now like I, I mean, I like Mitchell Booming, uh. I like Metro Boomin tracks, though. I mean, period. So, um, only Metro Boomin, one I did like was the, uh, well, I think he did one with Big Sean. I wasn't too much a fan of that one. Nah. But everything else, I've been pretty much a fan of, uh, period. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give it a try. I also, I finished, though, the, um, uh, the Takeoff, uh, Rest in Peace, and, um, uh, Quavo album. I finally finished. It's been out like almost two months now. I finally finished that one. Uh, it's pretty good. I just feel like the, with the Migos, whether you like them lyrically or not, and I think they're much improved lyrically. Uh, I didn't like them lyrically when they started. But I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I actually like them lyrically now. But they can just flat out rap, though. Yeah. Uh, and, they, and their styles is still very impressive to me. I, I, I still enjoy, even though, like, you no. Know, We've kind of gone on to the new thing. I still like the. <laughs> I, I still like that. So, uh, so I just enjoy them rapping. So, I, I was really into that one. Uh, and I also, I think I told y'all, you, you know, uh, I finally finished the Drake and Twenty One Savage. <laughs> I know I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I think you already gave a review on that one, but yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Um, Drake was talking. Big time. And, and now I think about it, 
I don't know how true this is, but this, this came out of his mouth, so I guess I'll believe it. But he said this is actually the end of a trilogy. So really, he was saying yes. He said Certified Lover Boy uh, was part one, and then uh, honestly, never mind was part two, and this is part three. Okay. And so he's saying I was Certified Lover Boy, which is why Certified Lover Boy is kind of a little bit more kinder and, and you know girls want girls he does a lot of those songs and yeah. honestly never mind i was like it's like i'm a i was a certified lover boy but honestly never mind her loss oh <laughs> yeah and that's why he's a lot more vicious and savage on on, on her loss on the I last one like yeah break up gotcha 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 okay yeah so uh, so that's what he said now i'm not true that is but it came out of his mouth so i guess i got i mean it right. makes sense when you break it down like that <laughs> yeah yeah, so so, but yeah, so this, this, I actually enjoy. I actually like this album better than the other two. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this more than Certified Love Boy and uh, Honestly Nevermind, which a lot of people didn't like. Honestly Nevermind, but like I said, I can work out the Honestly Nevermind. It, it's a vibe. Yeah, but those are my takes on those three albums. Okay. Uh, also, Young Dolph uh, album dropped. Uh, Paper Route Frank, first off, shout out, uh, rest in peace uh, to Young Dolph, uh, rest in peace to the dead. Um, I'm definitely going to give this one a chance. I wasn't the biggest uh, Young Dolph fan, but I did uh, listen to all his albums so far. Uh, so I'm definitely going to give this one a chance. I'm looking at number 10. It's got two chains on it. It's called uh, Beep Beep. That one has my attention. Uh, Roster with Gucci Man. I think that one might be something. And then uh That's How with Key Glock. Uh yeah, so he's got some he got some features on there. Yeah, I usually enjoy uh things him and Key Glock do together. So Yeah. So, so uh, I I'll definitely go ahead and uh give it a check. It's almost been I think it has it's been a year now. Yeah. Since his uh passing. Something yeah, like so, that, yeah. Uh his unfortunate uh his unfortunate demise. So uh, rest in peace, Young Dolph, and like I said, I, just on, on that alone, I'll definitely give it a listen. Yeah. Okay, uh, last thing, uh, TV movies, uh, Last Chance You has returned yet again to Netflix. Uh, I have finished it. You said you haven't uh, got started yet, so I'm not going to give away too much. Um, I like it. I definitely mm -hmm. like it. Uh, you know, Coach Mosley, Coach uh, he's definitely a psycho. Uh, he's definitely crazy. Uh, his, uh, I would say that his, uh, his approach to coaching is, I wouldn't say unorthodox because, you know, a lot of people, uh, coach his, his style. Uh, but I did see a lot of coaches, um, in the documentary and I was just looking at them and I was watching him and I was like, huh. You know, it was more night and day. Like, it was a lot different. Uh, right. I don't know if it's because of the cameras or what, but um, that's just something that I noticed. Um, and for me, <clears throat> you know, they paint this, the picture with these documentaries, like uh, whoever the documentary is featuring, they're the protagonist. Everyone else is the antagonist. And, you know, they're not supposed to lose and we're supposed to root for them and this and that. But I just go off of, you know, a feel for the team. Like, do I like this team? Do I like the coaching staff? 
you know, do I like what they represent? I don't necessarily have to gravitate to, you know, who they're, who they're following, uh, on the documentary. So, but I did, uh, I did like East, uh, East LA, uh, college, uh, after the first season I was all in. And I think, uh, the first season, you know, we'll never know. Uh, we'll never know, uh, if they were going to win. It's only, we can only speculate. Uh, but it did look like they were uh, on the path to win it. Uh, but this one does have a conclusion this time. So I, I encourage everyone uh, to go out and watch. Um, uh, the team is uh, very, very talented. You know, they're they're young. You know what I'm saying? So they they talk like young kids. So right, right, right. they might. That alone was annoying the hell out of me. Uh, just <laughs> listening to how these kids talk. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, man, I'm like, well, it's so different. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm just yeah. so old or what. Like, they're so different. I'm just like, oh my gosh. I've never heard uh kids say bruh so much like in my life. Like bruh, 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 bruh. Every every like every sentence. I'm like, God damn, say something else. But yeah. yeah that yeah. but that's a, that's uh, the young generation though. Weird, I, I had a girl, uh, <laughs> I had a girl actually, uh, I went on a date with about like a month and a half ago. Uh-huh. She was a little bit younger. She went young, young, but she was younger. And she told him to call me, bro. And I was just like, I was like, all right, man, it's probably last day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it was just like, I was like, nah. Nah. Nah, I don't know what it is. That just that just annoys me, man. I don't I don't know. And I say bruh sometimes too, you know what I mean? Like I say about not every every sentence. And like the way the young kids use it, they just use it different. Like it's it's a different it's a different type of cadence to their sentences the way they use it. like Man, you know, bruh, such, 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 bruh. But like with us, we'll just be like, like something might happen. We'll be like, bruh, did you see that? Yeah, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Like right, it's, right. it's different. But with them, the way they use them, I'm like, oh, gosh, so annoying. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so it, yeah, it's a great documentary. Uh, I encourage everyone to take it out. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, I, I, hopefully, I've been saying that. If I can stay awake tonight, I'm actually going to try to watch at least the first few episodes tonight. Hopefully. Well, they're an hour long, so. Okay. <laughs> you not stand up, man. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, well, I need to start it now, then. Yeah, I'll say if you maybe you get the one, maybe you get the one. Right. So yeah, but once you get started, though, it's good. I still haven't finished the uh, the redeem team yet. I still got like twenty minutes left. I just been saving it. Still got twenty minutes left, man. Twenty minutes left, man. Hold on to it. <laughs> I really ain't got no more shows now. <laughs> like dang, I'm gonna just hold on to that. I can always have it in my back pocket. <laughs> As of right now, I got nothing. That's funny. I can't think of anything. Well, y'all ain't new, new movies coming out. You think he was like a holiday movie or something coming out? But I can't think of anything. Well, the the, the, the best the best man. Oh, I did see the preview to that. I did see the preview to that. That comes out when? I want to say this week, right? I think it might. Be. I think it's this week. And it's, uh, what, what, is it on, uh... It, it might be on Peacock. Peacock, oh, I got that. See, I got Peacock, perfect. That's yeah. perfect, I'm gonna check it out, for sure. Uh, yeah, somebody had sent me that, and I was like, whoa, I didn't even expect it, like, okay, that's perfect. Um, I was about to say, oh, The Emancipation, too, with uh, Will Smith. Uh, I, know yeah, I need to check, you seen that? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about it, though. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and check that out, too. Yeah, so we got you know we got Christmas break coming up. We got time. Yeah, I've had time. 
Yeah, we'll have plenty of time to we we, we really ain't got no excuse now, Sean. <laughs> we, got, we got no excuse. We let this whole break go by, we don't watch the movies, that's that's shame on us for real. <laughs> but yeah. Uh we appreciate y'all. Uh episode one seventy nine in the books. Um Unsung Heroes, this uh episode was more predicated around boot gang and uh you know, boot gang is I I feel like they are a team that a lot of us aren't giving a lot of love and we might need to start, you know, changing that tune a little bit. So, uh, shout out to Boo Gang and we'll see how uh, week six goes. But uh, live from uh, via cell phone, I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We're out.